in this episode of Man vs. Marriage? What do you mean you don't agree with me? We disagree? Gosh. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Marriage. The podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Man vs. Marriage. I am so glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here, okay? This is Quincy. Quincy W. Moran, a.k.a. The Q-Dog, with a public service announcement. You are a stud for listening to the program. In the Moran family studio with my wife, Jeannie. Hello. What's up? And here today, we are going to talk about disagreements. I am struggling to figure out what to call this episode. I always want to name an episode something that says, oh, yeah, that's interesting. I want to listen to it. Yeah, I want it to pertain to the show, but still, it's like, oh, I know what that means. Anyway, this one's been hard. It's been on my mind for a while. Um, I want to do an episode on disagreements because we have them. The thing is that sometimes... I get my panties in such a bunch that I let disagreements... You wear panties? That's a metaphor, <laughs> metaphorically speaking. I'm just asking a question. No, I don't. I Damn wear it. I wear boxer briefs, but you know that. Um, anyway, that a was pretty funny. Help. You want me to put on some panties, girl? This is fine. I'll put some panties on for you. Anyway... Back to the disagreement. <laughs> Back to the... It doesn't sound like we disagreed there. <laughs> um, so Jeannie and I recently had a situation, uh, say a month and a half ago, where we just were going at each other and not in a good sexual way. It was more of a situation where we disagree. I have the bad habit of saying, hey, I want you to uh, take care of something. And then if I don't see or feel there's a great sense of urgency there or an, the sense of urgency I expect, I start getting a case of the red A. Um, and I get irritated. And then it's like, come on, you need to do something here. Attack, attack, attack. Um, and the point is, if you're asking somebody to do something and they don't have the same sense of urgency you do, maybe you need to freaking do it yourself. Otherwise, allow that person to do it their way and it's likely... <laughs> it's likely that there will be an outcome that is acceptable. But I tend to overthink things sometimes. It's true. It happens. I'm that guy. Yes. I know it seems completely... I can't think of the word. It it probably seems out of the question that I could ever overthink something because I am such the perfect specimen of a human being. No. <laughs> um, but it happens. So what is this disagreement? Okay, well, we... One of our children... Um, has been going through this process, this situation in their life. 
And it's tippy-toe tap dancing into what I would say is depression, whether it's full-on depression or just some depressing situations um, or depressing circumstances. She's really battling it. Jeannie has openly talked about her battle with depression at points in her life. And so when you, in, in my opinion, just from my point of view, when you battle something and you come through it, or when you go through something and you come out better on the other side, I am now put you in the category of an expert in this particular field, whatever it is. Whether you're, you've gone to college or you have some medical degree or clinical psychologist degree, whatever, you have been in a situation, you have come through it, you've used tools and support to get through it. Now you are an expert in this category because being an expert means you know more than me, you have more experience than I do. That's my point of view from this thing. So... I started seeing some signs that concern me. Now, I'm not the best when it comes... There's certain things I'm just not great at when it comes to picking up signals, okay? <laughs> there's just there's just there. Um, whether it's people flirting with me or... Oh, you are so dense about that. I am completely dense about uh. that. Uh, my wife uh, kind of giving me some certain innuendos about, hey... I want you, and this is to let you know I've come a long way in this, and you know you've had to shine some light learned, on me. I just learned don't don't put it into words. Just just touch, you'll get it. <laughs> well, you know, and there's there's now there's signals that it's like, oh, that's what you mean when that happened. Oh, good, great. Now ask questions, guys. I'm just saying. <laughs> now, for all for all my. Um, for the areas of where I'm a freaking dense clown, I have other areas in my life where I watch people's behavior and I can see some signs, on, you know, some writing on the wall. I can see things that if this particular thing continues, here's where we're going to go. I consider myself using an expert in that is just kind of, I. it feels like being braggadocious, but it's... I think I have enough credibility with you that you see that in me, that I can see things for what they are or small habits that turn into big situations. Would you agree or disagree with that? Yeah, I'd agree with you. Okay. Well, you sound reluctant to agree with me, so either you agree with me or you don't. I'm not saying you agree with everything, but you agree I have that, yes? Yes. No. Okay, thank you. That was not a forced agreeance there, right? Really? Okay, good. Just making sure. See, I told you some things I just can't pick up on. <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Keep going. Okay, I will. I will. Because I almost think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you do. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're going to leave that where it is, both metaphorically and physically. Um, so with that, um, I saw like this whole... What a, th this particular daughter is somebody who needs to get out, needs to be the life of the party. She needs to be away she, from home. She needs to get out of the house. She needs to spread her wings. She needs to go out, make her mark. She needs to go out. And in, in a lot of cases, which is the Moran in her in, in some cases, is be obnoxiously fun and funny. She needs to get out, get a change of scenery. 
and she wasn't. And she's also been struggling with friends. Now, I look at this child, and I'm not a homer, okay, dude? I'm not a freaking homer. I'll, I'll be the first to say, hey, you're my kid, but this is where you, you know, you got to freaking loosen up or lighten up. I'm not an apologist for my kids. I try to live in a place of this is realistic. But as far as somebody who can be so caring and loving and just take good care of you and so much concern for you, she's got it. Mm-hmm. She can also she's very be a, nurturing. She's a very that's perfect. She's a very nurturing, loving, all in. I'm giving you my whole heart right away. She can also be a freaking dragon with she, fire. She has a, a bit more of me in her than um, most. She the the issue is she has your loyalty to a fault. She will friend somebody and love somebody. I mean, she she will just give you her all. And you could burn her 50 times. And she will still come back and give you her all. Even though she knows you're going to burn her. But if and when she does cut you off, she is her mother's child. Because there is a big old F you stamped on that thing and you ain't getting back. Yeah. So she she doesn't have the in between. She she got a pretty good mix of the both of us, and she just didn't get the balance. <laughs> yeah, and I don't. I, I guess we're and I know you know this. We're all all born with balance. Balance is developed. Um, but with that, I started seeing her once everybody was like, okay, you have to stay home. You're closed off. There's nowhere to go. You can't go out. Go shopping. All this other BS um, that may or may not be helpful, but is adversely affecting us as human beings took all distraction away now she's stuck at home there is no friends there's no school there's no um you know so-and-so has a birthday coming or there's a dance going on at school or there's a football game or all that stuff just got swiped out from underneath everybody and all the parents went into panic mode where I mean, some of the kids weren't even able to text or talk to anybody or try to make plans for anything right. because we're going into shelter mode. It was like, wow, okay. We went well, from social to antisocial overnight. Yeah, and also, you know, in our house, there's very few corners to get away from people. We have a decent, I think we have a big house compared to what we ever lived oh, in. Oh, we have a know. lovely house, but we have a lot of people. Yeah, and there's 11 people and noise in action just about all the time. We have dogs. You know, there's just a lot. Okay? Even the bathroom is not a safe place. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and she started to become a recluse. Like, instead of being down in everybody's business, now it's like, what the crap is she? You just look around. It's like, well, I don't hear her. And you would. If she's in the room, you would. I don't see her. She likes to be in the middle of it. Yeah, I don't see her. I don't hear her. Where is she? So you go upstairs, and it's like, oh, she slept. She's sleeping. The room's dark, and she's sleeping. I know somebody who used to do that, and it concerns me. So I try to step back and and let and see what a pattern is, how a pattern develops, and I also take into account that. I'm not home all day, so I don't know if this is going on home all day. Anyway, 
with that, with seeing that, I got to get to the point here. With seeing that, I know Jeannie has battled depression. And if that's what my daughter is in or what she's going through or there are circumstances causing these feelings, these depressed feelings to come up, I got concerned. And then sometimes when I get concerned, I get hot feet and I get overzealous. And it's like, okay, what are you going to do about this? And she's like, okay, well, I don't necessarily see this as a problem. And, you know, I understand Jeannie not seeing this as a problem because she's an introvert and she... Spending time alone, away from people, is her. But that is not my daughter. So we're sitting around the campfire, and I'm getting agitated. And all I'm doing is revving the engine inside. I'm, you can't hear me revving the engine, but I'm revving the engine. It's like, do, freaking do something about this. Let me hear, what's the freaking plan here? What are you going to do? Tell me. What actions? What steps? What's going to happen so that I feel comfortable that something is getting ready to change. I got to know. I don't want to go up there and get in her business. I haven't gone through this. And then and finally it was like, you know what, dude? I said this to myself. Just go freaking talk to your daughter. So I got up, raced in the house, went upstairs, talked to my daughter, and we sat. We had a conversation. I told her my concerns. She told me she was fine. I did not believe it but i wanted to do my best to take it at face value she's doing the teenager thing i need some me time i said oh, okay you need some me time i understand it's busy all this crap's going on nothing's going on but everything's going on you so you need some time away anybody. so you need some time to get away now fast forward to where it's like okay y'all are spending too much time on the wi-fi i'm cutting wi-fi <laughs> explosion it led to the problem I was concerned about. So here I am. Jeannie and I are talking about how to handle this situation. What I think is right. What she thinks is right. We don't agree. And we can't, it comes to a head while I'm in the, in the truck driving uh, to work. And we're on the phone. And it's like, okay, we clearly do not agree how to handle this. And I started getting upset and irritated. She got a little upset and irritated. I don't know if you remember, but you got upset and irritated. Me remember getting upset? No. Uh -uh. Okay. Well, the frequency is probably hard to remember. Ha, ha, ha. Just kidding. Um, uh, sorry, not sorry, or something like that, whatever. So, anyway, it comes to a head, and here we are, and we completely, we just disagree. And there's no, and we're pretty good at compromising through things so that we can see a way forward and, and move together. And this was an area where we didn't. And I got mad, and I started to overreact. So we had to hang up because you got a call, I think. No, I got a call from work. I had to hang up. And then I'm sitting there thinking, this sucks, dude. Our relationship has come to this. It's all come to this. This one area that we don't agree on, and now it's, going, it's just going to define my relationship. What am I going to do? I can't get through this. And it's like, you know what? Stop everything. When I pull a stop everything moment, it means that there's there's too much chaos going on and there's not enough common sense happening. Or there's not enough too calm. Too many voices, not enough quiet. Not There's not enough calm thinking. You're like, And for you, that's right. So I had to step back and I said, look, Quincy, you need some fresh perspective because it's obvious you're arguing with your wife. Um, you disagree with your wife. But why? 
So I went through the list of asking myself some questions. The first thing was, and I'm going to write it down right here. Number one, are you arguing with her just because you want her to see it your way? You want to be right. Yeah. Do I want do I want to be right or do I want you to just see it my way? I had to ask myself that. Because you, honey, are your own individual person that has thoughts and feelings and expectations. And it's like, okay, if you're just arguing because she and you're mad because she doesn't see this your way, that is not okay. That's a non-negotiable that we've put in our life. Mm -hmm. We're not going to just fight to be right. We're going to fight for what is right. So I had to take a step back and say, okay, number one, if you're doing that, you are not helping the situation. And the fact is it's okay for us to disagree on something, even when it comes to our kids. Mm -hmm. It is okay for that. Now, number two. It kind of sounds a lot like number one, but am I fighting just to be right? They sound the same, but they're really not. Because my way might be right, your way might be wrong, or vice versa. If my way is wrong and I'm still fighting to be right, that's a problem. True. So I had to discover, I had to discover that and ask myself that question. And then... You know, you have to ask yourself, is this something that you can wait until the heat has died down? You can revisit. You can say, hey, here's how here's how I feel about this. This is why I'm concerned. Here's how you feel about it. This is why this is why you're concerned or you're not as concerned as I am. And how can we find some kind of common ground even on a place where we disagree? But then the biggest part of it, the biggest part of resolving this unresolved disagreement came about. And it's a trap that I think I fell into um, too often early on in our relationship. And that's allowing this particular disagreement to define our entire relationship. Because that's not fair. Pants and dresses. It could be. It almost cost us our relationship. It, but it didn't define us. It, no. took, it took us going through that argument to realize it didn't define us. Right. Um. And I, I didn't want to prepare for this episode. I wanted it to kind of happen organically. Uh, the bummer here is is that I actually wrote things down in a Facebook Live that I did because I had, I had asked myself some questions. So there's one question that I'm missing that I'll try to get in the show notes. But I, I, it, it was like an epiphany to me to say, look, we have 20-plus years of a relationship here. Mm -hmm. There's a large... Lots of disagreements. True. There's a large body of work here. So no matter how important this particular disagreement is, it doesn't deserve the right to contaminate my relationship, my entire relationship, our entire relationship, mm -hmm. um, all the good things and the bad things, all the things that have made us us. Now, this may seem elementary, but it's not because I think from what I hear and what I've experienced, all too often this happens, especially in this particular time that we live in. It's like, if we disagree, you're against me. And that is not true. 
It's just not true. We can disagree on politics, sports, religion. That doesn't mean that we have to be against one another, especially in my marriage. (laughs) Just because we find ourselves at a place where we disagree, it doesn't have to break down my entire relationship. Because you think something differently about her with your children, it doesn't have to destroy your relationship and ultimately lead to a place of divide between you. Because there is a way where you can come together. You can feel heard. You can have your perspective heard. She can have hers. You can ask, what did you hear me say? Here's what I hear you saying. Is this what you mean? Is this where you are? Is this what you feel is best? And then you can come to a place a place to, to agree. There might even be a spot where you have to agree to disagree for a while until you can revisit it. Step outside of the emotional side of it. Get some perspective. But the core of your relationship needs to be respected so that you stay in a place of positivity about your relationship and how far you've come. Relationships get hard. Life gets hard. But you don't want to allow the wrong mindset to contaminate your relationship, because I really did go to that place where it's like, great, here we go. Our whole, you know, we're we're not going to get past this. And I started getting into this crap toilet bowl and it flushed and it's like swirling until I took a moment and said, you know what? Step out of this. You need some fresh perspective. I'm a man of faith. So I asked the Holy Spirit, help me find a fresh set of perspective on this. And it was after that point that I stepped back and it's like, okay, dude, Are you just mad because she doesn't see it your way? Are you just fighting with her to be right no matter what is right? Uh, Do you remember and recognize that she is her own entity, her own living, breathing person, an adult, who has a right to have her perspective on this? Okay, good. Now that that we've covered that, isolate this particular disagreement and allow... Your, the beauty of your relationship to remain so that it doesn't change how you treat her because you're upset or because you disagree. Because she doesn't deserve that. You don't deserve that. There's still, with as much history as you have, there's still a lot, there's still the majority, the overwhelming majority may still be good. So you have to you have to shift your perspective much like I did in order to step outside of this disagreement so you don't start to punish one another um, in your relationship because that can get on some dangerous ground. Well, and you also have to remember, just because you disagree on it now doesn't mean you're going to disagree on it always. True. It's, it's not – a disagreement doesn't mean you're forever going to feel this way. Okay, we've had some conversations and, um, you know, we – I will use something basic and simple as PJ's plan. For how many years have you been on me? Get off the sugar. Stop eating this. Stop eating that. You'll feel better. You won't be tired. This, that, and the other. And I'm not in that headspace. That's just not what I want to do right now. And it it was some really ugly conversations. But until I got to the point where I went, hmm, 
this is what I want to do. And this is why you've been trying to get me to see it this way. It doesn't mean that you stopped bringing it up. It just means we didn't fight about it anymore. It was, this is how you feel. This is how I feel. We're not on the same page with this. Okay, but I still want you to know how I feel. So that's still kind of watering the seed, so to say. Just because we don't agree on how to deal with her at the moment doesn't mean as time progresses, we aren't both going to suddenly see something at the same time and go, okay, wait, maybe this is how we need to approach this. It's, there's a lot of different issues where we have done things differently. We've done it with addressing weight with some of the kids. We've done it with addressing diet with some of the kids, with how we deal with autism and tantrums and things like that. We've had different approaches to things. Mm -hmm. Some things work for me that don't work for you. Some things work for you that don't work for me. Doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It just means it doesn't work for me right now. But it also doesn't mean because we don't agree, this this is over because we just can't. You have to see it my way or we're done. Yeah. That's not how this works. Just remember when when you have a disagreement, it all it means is sometimes you need to agree to disagree. Put a pin in it for a while. When the situation comes up, bring it up again, but don't bring it up in, in an aggressive manner. That That I think is the key for us has been... Um, how we approach it rather than arguing and, you know, having a fire under your ass and coming in and just, oh my God, why aren't we doing this? Blah, 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 blah. It, it, that's not how this works. Now we're at a place where, okay, we need to talk about this because I'm seeing this situation coming up again. And obviously whatever we're doing isn't working. It didn't work the last time. We need to make some adjustments. What are we going to do about this? There's a lot of ways to, to, um, revisit a disagreement without making it an argument. Right. And and one of the main things that that you will want to refrain from is allowing your disagreement to rest on a on a table of resentment because the person does not see it your way. Mm -mm. Because all that'll do is it'll make it worse. It the the argument or the disagreement will become worse than it actually was if it's It will become an argument rather than a disagreement. Yeah, it could, it definitely will. And it will, uh, it'll kind of pollute it, make it worse than it actually was, where it's like, okay, it really truly helped me to step outside of the situation and try and ask myself a few questions about why am I arguing about this? Why am I fighting about this? What is the point? And when I got down to what the point was, it truly helped me, um, to step outside of it and say, okay, this does not define my entire relationship. And maybe you have a friendship like that. Maybe there's a place with a friendship that you have a major disagreement. Should it be enough to, I mean, there there are some occurrences that are enough to say, okay, this is done. Those happen, mm -hmm. even in a marriage. You know, we're not talking a disagreement on infidelity or something of that magnitude. It no. was a big deal because it was our child. But um, there, so there may be some disagreements about something that are huge. That's not, I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about disagreements that are very important. Maybe just not to that degree. But 
we can we can be served well by saying, okay, we don't agree here. I'm going to try to step out of the situation. I'm not going to allow this to define my relationship because I don't want to get into punishment mode with my wife. And punishment mode sucks. It's like, you know, I know she likes for me to kiss her before I go to bed. It'll be a warm, sweet kiss. Otherwise, you know, fine, I'm just going to give her a peck and I'm going to turn over away from her and I'm not going to give her what I know she needs so she feels loved and comforted just because of this situation. No, that's not who I signed up to be. Um, I'm not going to just say hello when I get home because I'm upset about what we disagree about. No, I'm still going to come to you and to love you and to hold you and embrace you with all the love that I have because this disagreement does not deserve the right to define our entire relationship. Mm -hmm. So that's where, that's where this episode was very important to me because I found myself getting into that place, even with all these tools that I have to work with. And yes, maybe there are some extenuating circumstances, but I'm the guy who says, don't allow your circumstances to dictate your attitude. And I've been guilty of that. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you about that too, just not in this episode. So with that said, I don't know if you have anything else you want to close with, honey. Don't, do not allow disagreements to pollute the foundation of your relationship and what you have. Now, if everything's a disagreement and you can't find a way forward, maybe it's time to get some counseling on some things. We did. We got coached up. It helped us out. Sometimes a disagreement is just not being able to communicate it well. That's so true. That's that's oftentimes that's the problem is not being able to say what you mean to say or saying it the way you want to say it because you're afraid of how it's going to be taken or maybe that soft place is just not as soft as you would like it to be in a conversation. So there there are moments where you might need a third party to get involved to coach you through that. True. You know, we, we've, Quincy and I will tell you, we've had Rita many times have me say what I need to say to her with Quincy sitting right next to me and then going back and saying, okay, Quincy, what did you hear her say? And then stopping and saying, okay, this is what I heard her say. Questioning me, is this what you meant? And I, I mean, it sounds ridiculous for me to hear it back and forth, but that's what it takes sometimes to get you to understand this is what I'm saying. This is what you're hearing, but you're not hearing it the way I intended. I can't tell you how many times Quincy will say something and see this whatever look it is that comes across my face and immediately he stops and goes, wait, wait, stop. What did you hear? Only because now he's learned to recognize I went from listening to what the hell. Yeah. And my facial expression and he can tell, okay, there's been a shift. This is not the shift I was looking for. What did you hear? Because it, it and it's that simple. It, it's, it could be trigger words. It could be said in the wrong meaning. It could be taken the wrong way. Um, you know, there, there's been a lot of changes in communication and that, that's what helps us get it through and understand. I can disagree with you here and we just need to talk about it another time. We've actually gotten to where when you can get into your place in your relationship where you could say, you know what? We're not going to agree on this right now. 
And it's okay for us to just talk about this at another time because this, otherwise it's going to escalate and we know that. Yeah. And this isn't one of those situations that needs to escalate and be hammered out right this second. It can be tabled for now. And sometimes it just takes a couple of days for us to think on it separately and come back and go, okay, what if we tried this mm-hmm. and find a compromise? Sometimes we don't talk about it for weeks. Yeah. And to your credit, um, when you're frustrated with somebody, you can't always hear what they're saying no matter how hard they try. True. Because you're only going to hear it Especially one way. Especially if you're way. hurt by it. Right. So that's where getting a third party involved is so helpful because you can hear it. Like Jeannie could hear it coming from Coach Rita, uh, but she couldn't hear things coming from me because I was the point of her frustration. So those things help, okay? They just help. And, you know, we're we're not... We don't hold any kind of degree in marriage counseling or psychology. But we have a degree in us. <laughs> we got a degree in Quincy and Jeannie. But we can also be a nice sounding board for you if it's necessary. So reach out. Um, you know how to do it. Coach at manversusmarriagepodcast.com. Uh, at MVSM on Facebook. And we will see you there. Also... Don't forget, enter for the sweepstakes to win $35 billion after these messages. That's all fake. <laughs> it felt good to say it. Anyway. You sit on a throne of lies, buddy. You sit on a throne of lies. You smell like beef and cheese. <laughs> she is Jeannie Moran. I am Quincy Moran, a.k.a. the cute dog. You super stud. Thanks for listening. This is is Man versus Marriage. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose. For a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man versus Marriage. The podcast.